0: Good evening to you ladies and gentlemen. It's my great pleasure and privilege connecting with you once again and some of the topics of interest for improving the quality of daily life. One of the aspects I want to cover in this particular episode is about the human suffering. Predominantly, it appears that in spite of uh, significant uh, advancement in the civilization and the comfort level of human beings. There is a huge amount of human suffering which is witnessed of late, which I thought may be an interesting topic of discussion. I would like to share some of my thoughts on this. Is there any way out for have a better quality of life irrespective of whatever the situation that they are currently exposed to? So, I would like to start with the initial uh, discussion that what is the difference between pain and suffering? Are they one and the same or are there significant difference between these two terminologies? Let us take the pain as a starting point. Human beings always uh, want to escape from the pain which could be experienced in their body. Sometimes if there is any part is malfunctioning, it manifests in the form of a pain. Now, it's very interesting to see why the nature has created the pain in the first instant. If the creator is so kind towards his own creations, why he has created the concept called pain? So, if we look at it a little more with a different perspective, you will notice that whenever the body goes through any kind of a malfunction, It manifests in the form of a pain which is experienced by our brain. The moment we experience the pain then we immediately try to find out how we can relieve ourselves from the pain by either popping up a tablet or going to the doctor and consulting him what's really happening inside our body. It's very interesting to note that although human perceptions through the five senses are designed to understand something external to ourselves in this world and not to understand what is happening inside our body. Let us take an example of our heart beating or the lungs breathing air or the blood circulating throughout the body. It is said that 98,000 kilometers the blood reaches out to different parts of our cells in our body. And a small organ called heart, which is nothing but a pump, which is perennially pumping this blood up and down throughout this 98,000 kilometers. We are not experiencing any senses about the blood circulation in our body and our liver function or the stomach digesting the food or the liver or the kidney for any other part for that matter. There are so many actions are being taken inside our body without our consent or without our effort. But we don't experience anything happening inside our body. But whereas a small ant is crawling on our hand, we immediately recognize that something external is crawling over our body. So what it shows is that There is no way we can understand whether our body parts are functioning effectively or not. And then whenever they are going through some kind of a dysfunction and the pain is not manifesting to indicate that something is going wrong internally, no human being will attend to their problem. Taking the example of diabetic patients, they don't experience the pain as much as the normal human beings experiences. In the absence of knowing the pain, they are not able to attend to their body malfunction on time. So this shows that pain is something which is incorporated in our being in order to save our life rather than giving a problem to us. For example, one of the lectures I heard from Swami Chinmayananda who was telling that nature has been very kind To disconnect the pain when it becomes beyond bearable limits. For example, somebody was run over by a train and lost one of their limbs. They suddenly become unconscious. Because the pain becomes unbearable, the brain disconnects the sense of pain. And only when the pain is coming to the tolerable level, the person regains his consciousness. That means... The nature also incorporated a safety switch inside which is snaps off to disconnect the pain which itself is a proof that the Creator has been very kind to its creation. So that's about uh, pain. But what is suffering? Suffering is nothing but our interpretation of the pain experienced by us. The moment that we are getting a slight pain due to indigestion in our chest, immediately we start interpreting that we are going to get a heart attack and probably we may die. In the same way, whatever pain we are experiencing in our body, the immediately the mind starts chattering that it could be cancer or it could be something chronic because of which we are going to be in a deep trouble. That means suffering is nothing but the interpretation of the pain. It is nothing but the mental chattering which is really wrongly interpreting the true scenario in which we are. So, in the same way, you will notice that our life's sufferings are more coming out of our mental chattering rather than the reality. So, going forward, I would like to talk about this topic more in detail in terms of the Vedic wisdom which has brought about a significant amount of clarity of how human beings can gain control of pain management as well as limiting their sufferings whenever they experience pain. So it's extremely important to have the right kind of a perspective that our suffering is nothing but the interpretation of our pain rather than the reality. And you may ask that, why I am not knowing that mind is chattering? And how do I manage my mind chattering rather than the pain? So this is a very logical question may come into your mind. 99% of the human beings have no idea what kind of a thoughts that is being processed by their mind. Because, whether it is in the waking state or in the sleeping state, Mind is constantly functioning, throwing various thoughts in our mind, which are nothing but various interpretations of what happened in our life in the past or what we are afraid of that might happen in the future. So when we are unconscious about this mind chattering, we will never be able to interpret these thoughts or distinguish between the painful situation we are in and our own interpretations. It requires an enormous amount of conscious effort which leads to the next topic of Vedic practices where meditation becomes a very powerful tool by which human beings will be able to distinguish their thought and reality. Every thought is a vibration. More and more the scientific discoveries are found it becomes much more clear that everything happening in this universe is nothing but a vibration at the grassroots level. So under these circumstances, every thought is a vibration. And if it is a negative thought, it has got certain frequency, and if it is a positive thought, it has got a different frequency. So these frequency of vibrations are influencing our neurons in our brain and then releases certain chemicals Either they do harmful effect in our body or they are aiding the health that is taken care by our internal organs. So it is extremely important to understand our thoughts are ultimately deciding our health. Thoughts are leading to emotions. That means every thought that crosses our mind leads to some kind of emotion which may be fear or anxiety or worry or joy or whatever that might be. All thoughts are leading to feelings. The feelings ultimately decide our frame of mind and its functioning. So, it is extremely important to understand that if we have to really come out of the suffering which is unwanted in our life, we will have to be very clear that pain and suffering are not one and the same. Second is, our mind chattering has to be brought under the conscious level. Bringing a mind-chattering to our conscious level requires different kind of practices which are beyond the scope of this discussion. But if you really want to advance your quality of life, obviously you will have to undertake certain spiritual practices with the help of which you will be moving in the scale of unconscious to consciousness. As you are progressing from the unconscious state to a conscious state of knowing what is happening inside you, you gain tremendous amount of control of limiting the suffering and thereby improve your quality of your life. I hope that session has given you some kind of uh, insights which can be applied in your day-to-day life. And I will talk about the meditation and its effects in thought management in the future episodes. In the meantime, I invite you to look at my YouTube resources where I have given seven serial sessions on practicing meditation. So I would urge you to go through them and get benefited out of these resources. Thank you very much. I really appreciate your patronage of supporting me on these efforts of Improving the quality of life of a common man. And look forward to see you in the future. Videos, God bless you. Take care.